Hi. Hi. Welcome to Why Are We Like This, a Heartstopper podcast. I'm Ashley, she, her. And I'm Alyssa, she, they. And today we are here with a very special guest, host of Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast, and friend of the pod. Hi, I'm Aliza Ora, she, her. Hi. 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 I'm so excited to be here. My God, we are excited that you're here. And I would like to address the elephant in the room, <laughs> which is the fact that our names are infuriatingly similar. Alyssa, Aliza, and even Ashley. It's just, we're gonna, it's it's gonna happen. We're gonna, we're gonna confuse each other. We were in person two weeks ago together and continuously called each other the yeah. wrong names. So <laughs> it's gonna happen. Just, you're all along for the ride. Just bear with us. <laughs> we'll do our best. So we have asked Eliza to join us to revisit season one so that we can get all of her favorite moments, many, many things. So do you want to start out by just like your overall thoughts? like Or like how you came to the show? Yeah. Um, I have to apologize. My cat it has the zoomies right now, so you might <laughs> hear her. Um, yeah, I don't remember how I came to the show probably just like heard about it from other people. But um, I also am constantly searching for teen shows on all my streaming apps. So maybe I found it myself. I don't know. But uh, I mean, I love any teen show, especially like queer teen shows. And, and I think you've mentioned this. I've definitely told you guys this, but like my love for the show comes from, it comes from like, I feel like it is the best it it has done the best job of any fiction that I've seen of capturing that the butterflies that you feel when like your hand brushes your crush's hand when you're a teenager and yeah. you know all the like excitement um with all the little like animations and it's just like I can feel it yeah um, and I love it so much. That to me is what like stands out about this show above all the others. Mm-hmm. I think that the the score really also helps with that mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the soundtrack, everything. It works all together so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it just is so charming. You know, it's just yeah. the like heartfelt show. And I have not met one person who watched it and didn't like it. Or who started it and didn't finish it. Yeah. Um, Because it's just so lovable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have, I unfortunately have not read that much of the comics, but I am slowly working my way. I'm not much of a visual reader. I'm an audiobook girl, which doesn't really work for graphic stuff. Right. Not for me anyway. And so... I'm I'm working my way through it, but uh, I know that like when the three of us have conversations, sometimes you'll mention things that I don't know, and then we realize, oh, it's because it's in the comics and not the show. But I'll get there. There's a lot in the comics, and I mm-hmm. think that you will enjoy it once you get through, especially now that you're reading it after seeing season one, and it is so similar. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get into the like meat of the stuff that you haven't seen yet, I think you'll you'll be a lot more invested in the comics. Yeah, I'm sure I'll get there. Mm-hmm. And just like the bisexual representation. Oh, of course. Which, like we yes. know uh, is doesn't happen enough in media. Right. So, you know, seeing that was really exciting. Mm-hmm. And for it to be like this like masculine 
jock type yeah. guy, you know? And it's real, you know, like it is real. I went to high school. I, you know, luckily I went to like high school in a progressive city where kids came out when we were young and like there were jocks who also were like in musicals and queer and it's like, you know, it is real. There are real people who are jocks Mm -hmm. and bisexual (laughs) and, and people who don't grow up in progressive towns and cities like I did maybe aren't exposed to that. And this is their chance to be exposed to that. So not only is it like so charming and lovely and wonderful to watch, it's also really important to watch and important that it exists. Even if you are growing up in one of those more progressive towns where like it is more normal, it's still really like affirming and uplifting to see yourself represented in media and to be able to be Mm -hmm. like, I'm not the only one or like, Mm -hmm. you know, to like have a character that you can kind of latch on to yeah for sure so i watched it like once and loved it maybe twice and then uh you know i've known both of you for years and (laughs) ashley became super hyper fixated on it (laughs) and watched it over and over and over so then that like increased my exposure to it and i watched it a bunch more times So I'm not quite at the level you guys are, but like I have seen it many times. I do love it. (laughs) I will never forget how excited I was when we were talking. I think you were driving. We're we're each other's driving buddy. So if if we're driving, we call the other one to chat. Like a long, long drive. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about it and you were like, the one thing that bothered me though. And I was like, oh my God. You knew. Is it Nick's shoes in the ocean? And you were like, yes. How did you know? Take them off. But then he has to ride all the way home with squelchy sneakers. Yes. No. No. So I have a comics note. Yeah. Because I've been rereading the comics for, for the episodes that we've been doing. And I got to that part. It's in chapter three. And I got there recently. And my note actually says, Nick's shoes. (laughs) Because in the (laughs) comics, he runs in with his shoes on. But then he has the good sense to take them off. Okay, see? He's he's not just like laying there on the the beach with his wet vans on. He takes them off. No. Well, at least they then can get a chance to dry a little better before. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Alice, I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> yeah. Alice, we have to talk. Oh, it's like, ugh. yeah, agree. And I will never let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. It's so awful. The sand and the water and like, ugh. And honestly, the shoes are one thing, but the, to have it's the, the socks, socks and the shoes. The socks too, yeah. Together. It's oh. awful. Well, I think we can start with least favorite. <laughs> 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 Wet sneakers. <laughs> Truly my least favorite moment of the whole season. I mean, another least favorite, I don't know if it's like a specific scene, but like Tao getting mad. <laughs> yes! <laughs> love for Tao. I do. He's a teenager. Like, he's a kid. He's figuring yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah. He feels left out. He's sad. Like, I feel for that. But it was very annoying that he couldn't, like, <laughs> recognize the complexities of what his friend was going through. Yeah. And the complexities of this, you know, beautiful golden retriever jock boy who, you know, he was just like, he's a jock. He's straight. Mm-hmm. Period. 
Yeah. You know, and that it was frustrating to watch Tao, like, you know, minimize other people's experiences like that. Um, but again, like, he's a kid, so I get it. If you want to have, like, a little bit more space for Tao, highly recommend the comics because yeah. he's a bit less of a shit in the comics. Right. That's, I think, what Ashley has told me, which is why, like, yeah. I, do, I do have space for Tao, and I do like mm-hmm. Tao. Um, his hair is, like, ugh, <laughs> just... William Gao is... That's his name, right? Yes. Is uh-huh. a beautiful human. Yes. And he has great hair. He has great hair. And like in, you know, any images I've seen of him outside of playing that character, I'm like, oh, normal hair, normal person. And I know it was like to look like the comics, but I don't know that. No, it's not. It's not. It doesn't look like that in the comics. I don't know why they did that. Like, I just, I don't like it. No. (laughs) I don't know why they did that for season one, but good news. The flip. Normal hair in season two. Oh, good. I hate the flip. Yeah. I mean, favorite moments, like definitely fingers touching first kiss in that ballroom mm-hmm. and like that feeling of like when you f- have a crush on somebody and you finally realize that it's reciprocated mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's like there's nothing like it and it captured it so well so that is definitely one of my favorite moments oh i mean one of my favorite things also is just like nick standing up for charlie against ben and against harry yeah those are like the things that i can think of off the top of my head but I mean, I think like the birthday party in general has a lot of moments. Yeah. Um, like favorite and least favorite. Like it's such yeah. a roller coaster of emotions, you know, yeah. when like Nick That's runs true. off and Charlie thinks he's not coming back. So he leaves like it's it's just so heartbreaking. So speaking of that episode of Kiss, uh, just because there's a lot of music in Kiss. So I was also... Wanted to know if you had any favorite songs from the show or any songs that stood out to you as you were watching. Not really. I'm like embarrassed to say it, but like I don't – it's not that I don't notice music. Mm -hmm. I like – I just kind of take it all in and I don't like take note of like, oh, I should look up this song later. Like I've certainly heard all the songs lots because of hanging out with (laughs) Ashley and she plays them all the time. (laughs) Yeah, Ashley. Yeah, that's coming. Um, yeah, you know. I was like, she definitely knows the Baby Queen songs. Yes. yes. <laughs> I do. I very much do. And it's not that I like don't like the music. I think the music enhances all of it. Like every mm-hmm. feeling that they're trying to convey, the music enhances it. But like, I'm not, I have a weird relationship with music and mm. don't you know, didn't ne- don't necessarily remember specific songs. I remember like the feelings that they evoked. Mm. Fair. It's really funny because you and I both dearly love uh, another teen show that music plays a big role in, The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> and yes, and I feel like as I was listening, uh, as I was watching Heartstopper, it like brought me back so many memories of like watching seasons one and two of The Vampire Diaries and like hearing the songs. And being like, oh, my God, what's that song? I need to find that song. And, like, both of these shows, I feel like, have played such a huge role in my life as someone who loves music. Because I've just discovered a bunch of things from those two shows specifically. (laughs) And so it's just – it's interesting to have, like, a different perspective on that. It was the same experience with Vampire Diaries. Like, it – I benefited from the music and mm-hmm. I just kind of like took it all in and felt the feelings that the music brought, but didn't necessarily pinpoint like, oh, that song. I want to know that song. Yeah, I think there are only like a few movies or TV shows in my life that I like could tell you what song was playing. Um, would you like 
to give us your heart stopometer ratings for each episode? I yeah, I'd be happy to. I mean, I don't know that I can like pinpoint each exact episode, but yeah, I would love to. Go ahead. Tell me one uh, at a time and I'll tell you my rating. Okay, episode 1. Uh, episode 1 like 3. Okay. I felt I felt it in my heart, but my heart didn't quite stop. Fair. Okay, so that's meat. Okay, and then crush. Mm-hmm. Episode two is crush. Yeah, like three and a half. Get mm, three and a half, four. <laughs> three point seven five. <laughs> okay. And then it's kiss. Yeah. Eighteen. <laughs> Very specific. Thirty-eight. <laughs> Just like it, it stopped. It started. It stopped. It started again. Just like a lot of CPR. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for a secret. Ugh. <laughs> it hurts to think about. That is both of our least favorite episode. Uh huh. So I don't know. Maybe like a three. It. De- uh, it's hard, you guys. How do you guys do this? We've watched the show 37,000 times. Um, yes. <laughs> I've only watched it like five times, which for most people is a lot. For you guys, it's not. <laughs> no. I think I, did, I think I gave this one a one. <laughs> oh, we both did. I'm almost certain of it. I double check, but again, I threw my phone across the room. I, I might be like overthinking like what stops a heart. You know, because it's, it's subjective. also just like, it's heartbreaking. Right. We did talk about that. We yeah. if yeah, if this was a heartbroken scale, yeah. Oh, I, it would be high. Yeah, maybe maybe like a two for that episode. Okay. Five is friend. That's the bowling alley. The bowling alley. Ugh. God, this show's painful. <laughs> um But it's perfect and wholesome and we love it. Oh, it's the the best. It is wonderful. <laughs> Probably like a four. Okay. I don't know. The Part that gets me in that is the arcade kiss. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's so. just say 4.5. Okay, 4.5. Okay, episode six is Girls. That's the Milkshake Cafe episode. And the concert. Yeah. It's like Tara and Darcy stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times and I don't remember all the details. Probably like a five. Okay. Four or five. I mean, that is the... Yeah, it's it's the bisexual episode. Right. That's why. That is when, like, Nick comes out to everyone except for Tao. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Basically. Oh, God. And I do... I really feel for Tao. I mean, he also just was, like, already hurt, feeling left out from his friends, because Isaac does his own thing, Elle's wherever. Yeah. making her new friends. I feel for Tao and feeling like nobody is filling him in on things. Yeah. Uh, seven is bully. Oh, the fights with Harry. <sighs> I don't know, like 2.8. 2.8. I can't be boring <laughs> and give you integers. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, boyfriend. Let's see. What did I say kiss was? 18. 18. And then you said like 37 or something like that. I said like 57 yeah. and 38. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but if that's 18, then boyfriend is like 14 out of five. Okay. Okay. See, we both gave that one infinity. Yeah. We were like, oh, the hearts. Yeah. <laughs> to me, kiss. Kiss is like, 
in terms of like physical, like feeling my heart stopping. Yeah. To kiss that takes the cake. But boyfriend is still well beyond the one to five meter. Yeah, for sure. And it's also it's not just because of the it's it's because of the roller coaster of it. It's because Mm -hmm. the heart stopping moments feel stronger because of, you know, the other like high highs and the low lows. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's that contrast. The juxtaposition of it all. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch it again after this. Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite quote from the season? I probably do, but I can't think of them. <laughs> I you may you may be able to tell that I didn't really prepare all that well for this. <laughs> None of us did. We just kind of scheduled this and showed up. We're just like, let's do this. <laughs> we're just like, we'll just have a conversation about this show that we love that we've had many yeah. conversations about. Just this one's being recorded. Yeah. I mean, definitely like cheesy don't let anyone make you disappear which is cheesy but so good i mean definitely like what's her name sarah nelson uh when things that she says to nick when she is supportive you mean oscar winner olivia coleman as sarah nelson precisely (laughs) who i mean yes and also like the delivery of just like in kiss like would you go out with someone who wasn't a girl Mm -hmm. would you kiss someone who wasn't a girl that was great. And like, my, it's like, I'm like holding my breath watching. Yes. You know? That's what I told people when I first like got obsessed with this. I'd be like, there are literal moments. I've seen it like 10 times now back then. And there are literal moments where I'm still like holding my breath. Like it literally takes my breath away. <laughs> and Nick being like, you're just going to assume they're a she. Like, mm-hmm. Ugh. That whole conversation is my favorite quote. <laughs> That's fair. That is yeah. valid. <laughs> Um, also like the moment, oh, I forget exactly how it happens, but when Elle is like, oh, you guys are friends or something to Tara and Darcy and they like look at each other and laugh cause they're not, I forget how it happens, but I like that too. Is it in French class when she's like, oh, you, you actually mm-hmm. said you had a girlfriend, not a boyfriend. And they're like, oh, <laughs> whoops. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. Mm-hmm. That just occurred to me. Mm-hmm. As someone who has not read very much of the comics, what are you looking forward to? Like, what do you want to see out of season two? Weirdly, like, I, I'm I'm looking forward to... I'm a big sucker for character development. So, like, that's mm-hmm. why I love TV shows over movies, because they have more time to develop characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I really want to see how be developed more. And Tao and Elle's relationship. That's like the first thing that comes to mind. But also like, you know, it ended with them being like, we're boyfriends. So I am interested to see like how that plays out with everybody else at school. Mm -hmm. You know, if they if that becomes like a public thing and how I'm like interested to see it and dreading how like the rugby boys will respond to that. Yeah. I'm also a sucker for a redemption story. So I would love to see Ben and or Harry be developed more. <laughs> for, for the listeners at home who cannot see the video, <laughs> Ashley and I are just very pointedly trying not to give anything away. I'm like purposefully sipping my tea so that I can't like show my face. Ashley's covering her face. <laughs> um <sighs> I have a really hard time controlling it. I'm trying so hard to remain neutral. (laughs) 
But like, yeah, I'm a sucker for redemption arc. I recognize that they might not be redeemed because like, you know, you do still have to have like villains or lack of a better term, I guess. But I am interested to see character development more than anything. Awesome. What about Imogen? What do you think is, what are your predictions for Imogen? Oh, poor Imogen. She's so annoying. And I just (laughs) feel for her. She like, she's like, it's not her fault that she's annoying. Like, I love her. I love her and she's annoying. I want her to find love. I want her to be appreciated by somebody yeah. who is, you know, yeah. interested in her. Do you have any preferences on the gender of the person with whom she finds love? <laughs> I don't. It would be great for it to be a queer relationship. But no, I just want her to be happy. Yeah. And to, like, have some reciprocated stuff going on. I'm a very big queer Imogen truther. Um <laughs> So th- this is so Imogen's not in the comics. So Imogen oh. is a character that we really don't know a lot about like what her arc is going to be. And so unlike Isaac is not in the comics, but there's a character who Isaac right. is very that clearly taking the place of, Alid. So like mm-hmm. we can kind of guess what's going to happen with Isaac, but with Imogen we have no clue. Yeah. Um and th- so there's a lot of people um online, myself included, who <laughs> are like very into the idea of buy or pan Imogen and without getting too much into the comics there's a character who's going to be introduced in season two and a bunch of us are like oh you're do shipping it them? do it <laughs> we're yes we're shipping them with no contact we don't even know if they're going to be in a scene together they probably will but like just I am truly on the fence about Imogen and where I want her to go because I do love the idea of like Nick's straight girl best friend but mm. also she just gives that is not heterosexual like, hair no she gives queer she gives <laughs> i definitely get pansexual vibes from imogen mm-hmm. <laughs> i have also everyone knows this read so many fanfics mm-hmm. and it's a big theme for imogen to be bi or pan and it just always tracks for me like it always makes sense so yeah i, I could know. totally see that mm-hmm. at the same time i'm like you know, maybe there can be some straight characters, though. Yeah. <laughs> Tao is straight. Tao is straight. Yes, Tao is straight. The rugby boys are straight. Yeah, but they're not like our loved, you know, main characters. Yet. Yeah. Mm. There are some in the comics who like mm-hmm. are more characters. Cool. And we're hoping that that translates over to the show. Not that I, like, need straight characters. The rest of media has plenty to go around. Right. Yes. Um, Just to keep it realistic, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, if everybody's gay, then I don't know. Or, you know, queer. Yeah. But, no, I don't have a preference. I just want her to find love and and self-esteem. Yeah. And not throw herself at people who don't want her. I love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> I also love Me her. Me too. I do. I find her annoying and I love her. Those things are not mutually exclusive to me. No, they're not. Hey, I was an annoying and lovable teen. So I was going to say I'm annoying <laughs> and lovable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why I use the past tense. I, I am also annoying and lovable. Do you have yeah. any like headcanons about any of the characters? Like anything that's not really been explored that you would like to see explored? Yeah. Harry's sexuality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why is he so homophobic? And also so fixated on Nick. Yeah, he's so invested in Nick and Nick's love life. I'm like, yeah. Harry is absolutely gay in my head. 
canon. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I do like, I do ship Tao and L and would love to see that develop more. Um, but I would also, I mean, I would, if it doesn't develop more, I'm not going to be like necessarily bummed by it because I trust that whatever way it's written will also be great. But I don't want to wait. I just want season two. I don't want to wait. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, we're so close. We're less than two months out. So, less than two now. Can't wait. Do you have any other thoughts? Any other other thoughts, feelings, emotions, predictions, complaints, concerns, questions, et cetera? I mean, (laughs) I, I do think about like the adults on the show and seeing them be more developed. Yeah. But I tend to not like when teen shows focus too much on the adults like the most recent season of euphoria i didn't fucking need nate's dad to have as many scenes as he did i don't like that character and it was boring to me but (laughs) like i am i obviously always want more olivia coleman and yes mr ajayi i want to learn more about him and his life and his relationships I'm watching your faces <laughs> again. I I very intentionally disassociated for a moment there. I know you. <laughs> I could see that. I could see nothing in your face, and I saw Ashley like trying to control her face. I was like, "Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just disappear for a moment." <laughs> you did all a good all I'm job. gonna say is, if you read the comics, we yeah. wouldn't have to be like this. I wouldn't. Ha- okay. All right. Why am I like this? Why are we like this? Why am I like this? Because of this, this fucking show, why that's why. Like yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Aliza, <laughs> where can everybody find you if they want to follow you online? You can find my podcast, which is about the 1999 WB show Roswell. Um, on Instagram, we are Roswell Hot Sauce. Uh, we're on a bit of a hiatus, but we're planning to come back. Um, and you can find me through that. I also... And the editor for that podcast. (laughs) Ashley is also on that podcast team. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, that just about wraps us up for today. And of course, this is a bi-weekly podcast by two bisexuals. And we will be back in two weeks to talk about chapter three of the comics. Kiss. If you want to follow us online, we are at Why Are We Cast on all platforms. And if you like this, please consider rating and reviewing us. Uh, until next time, bye. 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 bye.